listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on into episode number 212. The road to WrestleMania got a little clearer with the events of the Elimination Chamber in Australia. Sting will wrestle his final match this weekend at AEW Revolution. Plus, we recap an action-packed AAW Legacy, the 20th anniversary show, and preview Trouble is Brewing, Rocket Pro Wrestling, and POW Entertainment. And we welcome back someone very special to us here at Windy City Slam, NWA star, current second wrestling champion, and she's ready to embark on a busy journey over the next couple of months, Chicago Sweetheart. Miss a Kate. You can get all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Trevor Outlaw, but you bozos can address me as you are rudely, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast, and you can check it out every Tuesday. Oh, wait, I've been on this like five times. I should know this by now. Either way, not getting paid enough for this. Windy City Slam podcast. Check it out on Tuesdays, and you never know when Trevor Outlaw is going to be back. Attention! Windy City Slam is looking for a few good tag team partners to advertise on Windy City Slam podcast and WindyCitySlam.com. Get your product or service notice with pro wrestling fans. Affordable rates that fit your budget. Message us on Facebook, X, or Instagram, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. What is up, Chicago sweetheart? Miss Kate here, and you are listening to Windy City Slam. Make sure you listen to it, or else, you know, I'm going to have to kick you in the face. So, yeah. Back here on Windy City Slam podcast. Let's get right into the action from this past weekend. WWE's Elimination Chamber from early Saturday morning stateside, Saturday night in Perth, Australia. On the pre-show for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, the Kabuki Warriors of Asuka and Kairi Sane retained the titles over Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae. Moving on to the main show, it opened up with the Women's Chamber for the Women's World Championship match at WrestleMania 40, and Becky Lynch defeats Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez. Not too surprised seeing Becky Lynch come out of here. She will now face Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania, and we'll get into Rhea's match in just a moment. Tiffany Stratton gets a lot of love from the crowd in Australia, despite the fact that she was the only true heel in the match, which I thought was really interesting. And for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest retain over New Catch Republic, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate in a very good match. And then we have the Men's Chamber for the World Heavyweight Championship match at WrestleMania 40, the winner facing Seth freaking Rollins, and your winner was Drew McIntyre, defeating Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, LA Knight, Kevin Owens, and Logan Paul. And during the course of this match, AJ Styles got into the cage, screwed over LA Knight, and Logan Paul also screwed over Randy Orton late in the match after Orton eliminated Paul with an RKO, and then Paul screwed over Orton, leading to Drew McIntyre's decisive fall. In the main event, the home country girl, Rhea Ripley, retains the Women's World Championship, pinning Nia Jax following a riptide. And also on the show, we had a Grayson Waller effect, where Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins were on, and basically Cody wants to face The Rock at WrestleMania as well on one of the two nights, and Seth said he'll be in his corner, he'll be right behind him if he needs help. So I guess we'll see how that turns out. Will we get the potential dream tag team match on night one and the World Championships on night two? We'll have to see. We've got a few more weeks. We've got six weeks to go on that road to WrestleMania. We'll see what the next few weeks of TV has in store for us. 
This Sunday, March the 3rd, we see AEW Revolution coming to the Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina, the heart of Jim Crockett promotions from many years ago. And on this show, we have the Tornado Tag Team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship and it's Sting's final match as Sting and Darby Allen defend the titles against the Young Bucks of Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. For the AEW International Championship, Orange Cassidy defends against Roderick Strong. And for the AEW World Championship, a three-way match, Samoa Joe defending against Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland in a match that's been building for weeks on AEW television comes to a head at Revolution. And for the AEW Women's Championship, we have Timeless Tony Storm, along with Mariah May and Luther in her corner, taking on the virtuosa Diana Perrazzo. And this is going to be a terrific match, too. They've had some great build leading up to this. The Timeless Tony Storm character has been pretty outrageous, pretty cool in some ways. And Diana has been built a little bit as a killer, so this is going to be an awesome match. For the Continental Crown Championship, Eddie Kingston defends against Brian Danielson. And then we're going to see a hell of a match here between Will Ospreay and Kanosuke Takeshita. For the TNT Championship, Christian Cage with his group in the corner of Killswitch, Mother Wayne, and the prodigy, Nick Wayne, defending against Daniel Garcia. And then there's a Meat Madness match, you heard that right, where Wardlow takes on Powerhouse Hobbs, Lance Archer, and an opponent to be determined. And I'm feeling Wardlow's going to come out of this one because... The promo he cut last week on AEW Dynamite was exactly that. It was dynamite. It was terrific. It was heartfelt. It really hit a home run. And Wardlow's a guy who seems like he's gotten a couple of start and stops in AEW. And I think now this is the time they got to push this guy to the moon. He's got all the talent in the world. He's a big guy. He can move. He's a power guy. You know, he's got a fantastic look to him. This is a guy they need to push. And then we have FTR of Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler taking on the Blackpool Combat Club of John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Switching over to the local scene and just a couple of notes before we get into the shows. Best wishes and prayers to one of the best people in Chicagoland wrestling. Ring announcer Kirby Alexander is waiting a heart transplant and he's stepping away from the business for a bit and... Kirby's a great guy, family guy, great voice too. And when he announces those main events at places like Warrior Wrestling and Freelance Wrestling and all that, just terrific. Gets everybody hyped up. Best wishes to Kirby. Best of luck with your health and hope to see you very, very soon. And also, Sean Galway this past weekend suffered a broken femur during Iron Spirits event in Normal this past Saturday night. He had surgery on Sunday, and best wishes to Sean during his recovery, and we hope to see him back in a ring very soon. And we want to go ahead and run some results back from a couple weeks ago. Midwest Championship Wrestling had a show over in Sandwich, Illinois at Lee's Place from February 10th, and these results were submitted by Oscar Rodriguez and the folks over at MCW. Lizardman Nile and Joe Carey defeated Calvin Kelly and Pancho. FXB knocks off Rafael Quintero. Ethan Everhart defeats Jack Valor. For the MCW United States Championship in a Fatal 4-Way match, Conan Lycan retains his title by defeating Gunner Brave, Benjamin Trust, and Shane Boucher. And the MCW World Championship match, Koal Oxamana defended against Nasty Nick Nolan. That match ended, however, when AMB Austin Michael Baldridge cashed in to become the new MCW World Champion. And they'll be back in Ottawa on April 27th. Stay tuned to Windy City Slam for more details on that show. February the 23rd, AAW Pro presented Legacy, the 20th anniversary event at the Berwyn Eagles Club. And before the show, they have a customary live taping, which is usually shown on their YouTube channel within a short while after that show is taped. We won't give away the results, but here are the scheduled matchups for AAW Live when it does hit YouTube in the coming days. And this info is courtesy of High Five Tom of the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. There's going to be a six-man tag team match between Nakeem the Dream, 12-Gage, and Hunter Holdcraft 
against the trio of Twist and Flip and the punk rock prince Jordan Cross. Sean Logan of the Bravo family will face Mike Outlaw. Hawaiian hitman Koa Laksamana with Callies and primetime Anthony Katina in his corner taking on Rafael Quintero. And then Exo Rico and Sean Bochamp team up against everybody's friend Chico Suave and Matt Mayday. To get to the results of the main show now, we started off with human highlight Isaiah Moore pinning Anthony Katina, and Katina was accompanied by Koa Laksamana and Callies after a Spanish fly and a brain buster. Uncle T Solomon Tupu pins Sean Logan in about 40 seconds after a urinagi. The AAW Tag Team Championships, the hustle and the muscle of Rohit Raju and Karam, defeat Rush Jones and Schaff to become the new champions. Rohit tied Jones to the ring post, and Karam hit Schaff with a sky-high spinebuster leading to the pin. Jimmy Jacobs, currently a part of the AEW creative team, came out to speak to the crowd about AAW's 20th anniversary before being interrupted by Ace Perry, leading to the match where Jimmy Jacobs pins Ace Perry following a spear. Tag team action saw Matt Fitchett and Ren Jones defeat Hartenbauer and Xavier Walker with Sean Logan in their corner when Jones hit flight to catch the flying elbow off the top rope, pinning Walker. Robert Ego Anthony pinned Stiff Robo Jr., Gary J. after the Team 74 driver. In a street fight, we had Shaza McKenzie and this week's Windy City Slayer podcast guest, Missa Kate, defeat Heather Reckless and Maggie Lee when Shaza pins Reckless after a shaztastic stunner onto two chairs. The number one contender's fatal four-way match, Big Beef Narls Garvin defeats Mike Bennett, Joey Jet Avalon, and Shane Hollister as Beef pins Hollister after a beefy bob, much to the dismay of Davey Vega and Team Bravo. Beef, who is still contractually obligated to the Bravo family, refused to lay down for Vega and attacked him, and then there was this big brawl where Beef was escorted from the ring by referees and security. So Beef does not get his match, and we don't know if Beef's getting the match, and I don't think Team Bravo wants to give him the match since, number one, he's still contractually obligated to them for another couple of weeks or so, and two, I think Vega doesn't want any, any part of him, really, honestly. And then Vega issues an open challenge where Solomon Tupu comes out, and then Conan Lycan jumps Solomon Tupu from behind, then AAW officials said Vega would have to defend the title against both Tupu and Lycan in a three-way. And Davey Vega wins the match, defeating Lycan and Tupu. Lycan was pinned and eliminated by Vega when Vega got a leverage pin with his feet on the ropes, and then Vega finishes it off, defeating Tupu by submission with a Fujiwara armbar after interference from the Bravo family. In the semi-main event, we had AEW Heritage Championship on the line, and Joe Alonzo with Chuck Smooth pins Levi Everett, following interference from Smooth and a skull-crushing finale or a stroke for the finish. So, new Heritage Champion, Joe Alonzo. And in the main event, AAW Women's Championship, Sierra and Queen Amanada went to a no contest, meaning Sierra retains the title, when Shaza McKenzie and a returning Sky Blue interfered in the match. Sky Blue laid claim to a future AAW Women's Championship match, holding up the belt as the show went off the air. This past Saturday night, February the 24th, Black Label Pro presented in defense of the genre at the Berwyn Eagles Club, and here are the results. Aaliyah James defeats Heather Reckless. Dex Royal knocks off Bradley Prescott. Tag team action saw Trevor Outlaw and Hayden Backlund defeat Twist and Flip. Levi Everett defeats Puff. For the Black Label Pro Midwest Championship, Matt Mikowski defeats Eli Isom to retain. Sky Blue beats Rachel Armstrong. Mung Jae Lee knocks off Kennedy Copeland. Rico Gonzalez defeats Alex Zane. In the four-way match for the Black Label Pro Tag Team Championships, Bangin' Matthews retain over Gaston LaRue and Percy Drews, Highlight Reel, and Latinos Most Wanted. And in the main event for the Black Label Pro Heavyweight Championship, Kevin Koo defeats Joey Janela to retain. And also this past Saturday night, February the 24th, 
at Southland Championship Wrestling's Love and War in Chabance, Sharpshooter James Creed retains the SCW Championship and has this really spiffy belt to show for it. And coming up this week, Friday night, March the 1st, the Mind of Warrior Wrestling and Revolution Brewing present Trouble is Brewing at Revolution Brewery and Tap Room in Chicago in the Avondale neighborhood. We have Mustafa Ali taking on Trey Miguel. Miss Kate faces Chicago's favorite daughter, Kylie Ray. Warhorse faces Mike Bennett. In tag team action, we have Violence is Forever, Kevin Koo and Dominic Garini versus Latinos Most Wanted of Coda Hernandez and Saban Gage. Sam Beal takes on Jason Hotch, and then there will be a Trevor Outlaw Open Challenge. And as stated on Two Heels and a Face recently, where Steve Tortorello joined the guys over there, the show is sold out, and as of now, there is no streaming option, so if you don't have a ticket, you're not going to see it. It's a pretty exclusive event. I'm personally not a fan of them not streaming it, because... People like me, we have other jobs, and it's kind of hard to get to every show in the area, and sometimes life kind of takes over, and not being able to see the show kind of sucks, but Warrior Wrestling does have something going there with this new twist, and we'll see, hopefully some stuff comes out on YouTube or some other streaming platform in the weeks to come, but this sounds like a really awesome show, and best of luck to the minds of Warrior Wrestling and Revolution Brewing. Also Friday night, March the 1st, we have Legacy Pro Wrestling's March in the Madness at Buena Vista Banquets in Milwaukee. Also Friday night, March the 1st, on the north side of Chicago, we have Wrestle League Anniversary 12 at the Raven Room featuring Quinn Wittick versus former WWE and TNA star Mr. Anderson. And for the Wrestle League Championship, Jesus Desafio defends against Alfredo Miles. Saturday, March the 2nd, Rocket Pro Wrestling presents Shamrock Showdown at St. Joseph Park in Joliet. We have the RPW Outer Limits champion Connor Hopkins and Damian Deshane taking on Old Evil Christian Rose and the Wicked Side Brooks Berna in a battle of those damn coyotes. The Coyotes' civil war continues in Rocket Pro Wrestling. And then there will be Ringmaster's Funhouse with special guests Steve Arendt and Shelley. Should be interesting there, and there might be some chicanery in that as well. So stay tuned for that. RPW Intercounty Champion, the Suburban German, Joseph Von Jager, and a mystery partner, taking on Youth Gone Wild of Matt Creed and Tom Heisman. Six-man tag team action sees Hawaiian hitman Koa Laksamana and Shaq Jordan, and Rocket to the Top briefcase holder Gunner Brave, taking on the undeniable of attorney Eric Schultz, Devin August, and Skylar Reed. And JPEG, the bounce check, I mean, JPEG, the paycheck, will be lurking in their corner. Sorry there, I, I was kind of channeling Tony Gabagool, our Windy City Slam correspondent, who is also a big part of the lovely Intoxicated Men. So apologies to JPEG. Pick your poison match. We have the Ryan Matthews taking on an opponent of Maximus O'Ryan's Choice. And in another Pick Your Poison match, Maximus Orion will take on an opponent of the Ryan Matthews choice. For the Rocket Pro Wrestling Tag Team Championship, Shogun Chris Logan and Sinister, who is subbing for Marche Rocket, defend the titles against Warhoss of Crosshairs Kelly and Pat the Bruiser. And in the main event, RPW Championship, the Dreambreaker Aaron Stone defends against the master of the Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels. Also, Saturday night, March the 2nd, Pow Entertainment presents Slam Fest at the American Legion in Fox Lake. For the Pow Heavyweight Championship, Kazile defends against veteran lost soul Chris Cairo. For the Pow Midwest Championship, and Reckoning is banned from the building, Acid Jazz defends against Axel Rico. A first time anywhere match features Sierra against Haley Shadows. A grudge match will see Mateo Valentine versus Moondog Greg Murray. A four-way match with It's Your Boy, Mason Perks, taking on Yanni GQ, Will Emery, and Quinn Wittick. And there will also be a battle royal where the winner faces the champ at Rumble in the Harbor on March 23rd in Winthrop Harbor. 
And also, you're going to see on the second, Ruthless Pro Wrestling's Animosity at Burrowing Eagles Club. Also on the second, Premier Pro Wrestling will be up in Rockford. Fourth Wall Wrestling presents Heavyweights at La Pica Lounge in Milwaukee. And finally, also Saturday, March 2nd, and this plug is courtesy of High Five Tom of the Midwestern Wrestling Roundup. We Love Wrestling is back at the Northwood Sports Recreation and Community Center in beautiful Pembine, Wisconsin. We Love Wrestling Volume 4, King of the North, has a huge card featuring former Windy City Slam podcast guest Garrison Creed, Bobby V, Jake Christ, Isaiah Moore, and the main event of Josh Crane versus the Ice Pick, Vic Capri, to determine the inaugural Pure Hearts Champion. All right, coming up next, NWA star, second wrestling champion, and she's getting ready for Missa Mania. Chicago sweetheart, Missa Kate. Stay tuned. My name is Storm Grayson. I'm your freelance wrestling world champion, and you're listening to the Windy City Slam Podcast. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email Mike Pankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. SSW Tag Team Champion, the Punk Rock Prince, Jordan Cross here, live at the Cross Hop in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And you are checking out my best friends over at Windy City Slam Podcast. Mike Pankow, you are the man. Make sure to subscribe, like, follow, share, and everything else. And you can follow me at The Jordan Cross. I am the Punk Rock Prince. Thank you. Back here on Windy City Slam podcast this week, and we welcome back someone that's very special to us at Windy City Slam. She's an NWA star, the current second wrestling champion, and she's ready to embark on a busy journey in March and April, where she will be traveling to Philadelphia for WrestleMania week. Chicago sweetheart, Missa Kate. Hello. Round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Before we dig into everything, I just want to announce right here that Windy City Slam is a proud sponsor of Chicago sweetheart, Missa Kate, for her trip to Philadelphia for WrestleMania week, a.k.a. Missomania, so to speak. So, so glad to have you on it. You have the most appearances on Windy City Slam of any women's wrestler or personality. I would like to personally thank you for all your time and commitment to me. Of course. Do I get an award? Where's my donuts? No, I'm just kidding. I should definitely get you some donuts, or maybe <laughs> at some point when we get the Windy City Slam t-shirts out, we'll get you. Yes, that'd be cool. Yep. Yep. But thank you again for being a sponsor. I wanted to say that. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And before we get into what you've got coming up, you've been wrestling for nearly six years now, and you have a great blend of training from people like Steve Boz, Jesus Bryce Benjamin, and even Uncle Doug Simmons. Three pretty <laughs> amazing people to work with in this business. So I like to have that diversity of training. It's really cool. I'm very fortunate that I know multiple styles and that's something as a wrestler, when I started, I always wanted to be, I wanted to be very well-rounded. So Steve Boz, as you know, is more of the old school type of training. And then Bryce Benjamin had like the, he was trained old school originally before like transitioning over to Lucha, but his was more Lucha based. So yeah, it was really, it's really fun mixing the two. And then I like to be a little bit more technical so trying to do attend seminars of people that are more technical and stuff like that. I, I like to be as well-rounded as I can. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty interesting. It's, I got I got stuff to pull out of my bag all the time. It's really fun. We met for the very first time at Frontline Pro Show in Oak Lawn in July of 2019. And you've come so far since then. Did you think that Miss Kate from 2019 could imagine where she's at now? Yes and no. Yes, in the sense of because I have a goal in mind, but to actually sit here and be like, oh, wow, I did a lot of cool stuff. That part, I'm, that part's hard for me to wrap my brain around still. Because again, when, until you reach that goal in your head, you're still not accomplishing 
and I don't mean that disrespectfully for everything that I have done, but you're still not a because uh, you're not attaining that goal. You don't pay attention to what you're accomplishing along the way. And apologizing for the nasliness. Um, the sickness got me. It's been going around to everybody. And I was like avoiding it. I was doing so good. And then it caught me. So so talk a little bit about the Chicago scene when it comes to women's wrestling and, and some of the great talent that has come either through here or grew up here. Yeah, it's for women's wrestling, especially, I feel like this is definitely a hot spot or at least a place that people want to go through or train. So that's really cool. I remember a time when I was training and a girl came through, they were training. They wanted to get some reps in before. I think it was Shimmer or Rise or something like that. And they were just so excited. Like, oh my God, I'm training in Chicago. This is so cool. So it's because you live here again, it's a thing of it's normal to you. So you don't realize how big of a deal wrestling in Chicago actually is. And I say it all the time. Chicago is the heart of pro wrestling. So yeah, it's I'm very fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate. You have a trip to Philadelphia coming up around WrestleMania time. So do you have an itinerary of with whom you're working and what companies you're working with? Or is it still coming together? It's still coming together. Right now, the only thing that has been posted about is I am going to be at the block party on Friday at the 2300 Arena. I do have another surprise coming which I don't know if it'll be posted by the time this comes out or not, but there's that. And then I'm also trying to work out a couple of kinks. My goal ultimately is I want to try to have as many matches as possible. I'm coming in Wednesday and then leaving obviously when mania is over. So yeah, I just want to get the full mania experience. As you could see, I'm posting videos. Uh, there's a story going on. Mr. Taz will be training me to get ready for mania week. So I'm very excited for that. Yeah, you mentioned Mr. Taz, the MMA background as well. So how's that been coming along for you? He's beating me up. <laughs> I get him back a little bit. But yeah, it's going pretty well. It's cool because he's been a wrestling fan his entire life. So it, I've always wanted to dabble in MMA just because I've always respected the sport. Now, as far as actually going and competing... Who knows? He has mentioned to me before he wants me to get in a couple tournaments. I said, we'll see. So <laughs> uh, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. He has more faith in me than I do in myself for that. No, it's been pretty fun. I've They have a good, solid team over there at Warrior Evolution MMA. So, yeah, I met him actually at a Zello show. He was him, Nene, and Carla. They um, came to the Zello show and... They liked my style and they saw that I throw kicks and stuff and we got to talking and they heard how I have a kickboxing background and then we're talking MMA, yada, 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 a couple years later and now here we are. So it's pretty cool. Life's pretty cool like that. Wrestling, right? Yeah, indeed. A lot of great trainings. And we didn't even mention Taz back with the other the trainers you got. So that's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I have a lot. Yeah, I'm very, again, very. it takes a village to raise a child, right? So yep. I'm the ultimate child. So God knows how many people it takes to raise me. And you've worked Mania Week before in the past. So what Ooh. is the experience of being around all the excitement surrounding WrestleMania with all the indie shows and the cons and the like? The first Mania Week that I ever experienced was in Florida. So that was three years ago, I want to say. So I had two matches in one day. That and that seems to be my trend where there was a oh, I can't remember the company right now. I'm so sorry, but I remember it was at the at the pyramid, I want to say was the venue where it was a, a collection going on. And from there, I had to leave that match all in my gear still to drive 30, 45 minutes to my next match was Zawa, which uh, that was pretty much intense because it was pretty much as soon as I got there, they were playing my music and I had to go out there. So and that was against JJ Garrett, which you could find somewhere on the YouTube world. So that was really fun. That was my first experience with Mania. And then the year after that was Texas. And Texas was more of a, the day that I got there, same thing. I had two matches in one day. So the next day I got to actually relax and watch some of the matches and stuff like that. But, uh, and then I didn't go to LA last year, which I'm okay with. Uh, <laughs> little hectic, little nuts. But just overall, if you could get, I guess the vibe will go with, because I for the lack of a better term here, but everything's very hectic. Everything's back to back to back. There's multiple collections going on. Usually there's a couple buildings where matches start at eight in the morning and they end at midnight, sometimes three in the morning. 
so yeah, it's just total nonstop. Everyone's trying to show face. Everyone's trying to give it their best. Everyone's trying to meet people. And overall, though, it's just, it's a really fun feeling. Like when WWE says that they come in and they take over, it's not a lie. Like as soon as you come in, there's like the flags and there's the flags of like who's going to be at WrestleMania and, you know, driving past the arena and stuff like that and seeing all that fun stuff. Even days before, you kind of get like a sneak peek of like their tests and fireworks or whatever out. So it's kind of like, oh, it's right there. I could almost touch it. It's like right there. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's definitely say experience it. And this is my first time that I will be experiencing it all weekend long. So that's why it's a big deal to me in Philly. Previously there, not that long ago. And I did a couple signings, which was a lot of fun. So and it reminded me of Rocky. I was like, oh, like I understood the Rocky movie so much better. It like everyone has a dog, so that's not a lie. How the homes are like how people are there and stuff like that. It kind of reminded me of home, uh, like city people. And plus my stepdad's from Boston, so that kind of helps. But yeah, no, Mania Week is the week to go to. It's, I definitely say drink, <laughs> as you were drinking your uh, canister there. What are they called? What's the canister that you're, it's like a trend now. I can't think of the name. Oh, Show guys. the canister. Yeah, what's the name of it? This is like, it says Team VV on it, but it's not the same thing. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the cup. It's like some kind of cup. Anyway. Stanley I'm cup or something? Yeah, Stanley. It's like a Stanley, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, make sure you bring your Stanleys because, yeah, a lot of people, you're going to be going nonstop. There's something to do pretty much from Wednesday and then until Monday, you know, Monday after Mania. So for a full week, I'm expecting to get little to no sleep, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. So, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, you mentioned that you were in Philly late last year at the 2300 Arena, ECW Arena. And you that's where you got in a confrontation with young Izzy Moreno uh, over there. And that set up your match at Mission Pro that you had earlier this month. And she got her first victory against you. So, yes. wow, how did that feel? I underestimated her a little bit. That was my fault. Bad game plan on me. I thought it was going to be a lot easier. And uh, she had an answer for me. So, But like I told her, this is far from over. Maybe somewhere in Chicago will like to book round two. And I'm not going to take her as lightly. So it'll be a, a little bit more of a challenge for her. Yeah, I'm all in for that, especially if you got the home field advantage. Yeah, exactly. Oh, especially in Chicago, Texas and Chicago. Like, don't get me wrong. Texas is cool, but there's nothing like Chicago. I, I'm sure you traveled, gone to different shows, different areas, even in the Midwest, like close to Chicago, like Indiana, Wisconsin stuff like that, but there's nothing that compares to Chicago. It's a whole different energy. So, I don't know. she got to bring her game. Yeah. And speaking of Chicago, we got to build that new Bears stadium so we can get WrestleMania week here. Yes. In yep, exactly. Yep, because you know why? Because that's the mania I'm going to be at, just saying. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the time else, and mania is there, I will be on the card. So, And speaking of Chicago talent... You and Kylie Ray will go one-on-one, -on -one, I believe, for the first time in the Chicago area, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we... Go ahead. This will be a Trouble is Brewing, and these are the minds that created Warrior Wrestling, and the match is Friday night, March the 1st, as part of Revolution Brewing Show in the Chicago Avondale neighborhood. It just amazes me that you guys haven't wrestled more uh, but it might be a home field advantage for you since she's from the south suburbs and you're originally up from north, right? Right? It's like north versus south. Maybe I'll bring my cubs. She could bring her socks. Um, yeah, we've wrestled once in a singles match. Uh, we've been in multi-man matches together, even at NWA and stuff. But we've only been in one singles match. It was way down south, like three hours or so. So, yeah, I'm very interested to see how Chicago is going to take Chicago's favorite daughter and Chicago's sweetheart. So I think that'll that's definitely going to be one. Like again, it's sold out, so you're kind of out of luck if you weren't able to get uh, any tickets. But um, I believe Steve said that they might be posting some videos or some matches. So we'll see. Maybe you get to see it after all, or maybe not. Who knows? But I'm excited for it because the first time that her and I wrestled, I was still fairly new and I wasn't as missa as I am now. So. <laughs> I like to say so I think it'll definitely a fun dynamic now the NWA uh you're a former NWA women's world tag team champion with Maddie Renkowski as M95 what was that experience like and now you're going to be a little bit more of a singles competitor right 
Yes, that was really fun. I felt like it was, I've always wanted to be a part of a woman's tag. And I felt like she was a good partner. Like we meshed well together. And if there were days, you know, we just balanced out very well. So I was very excited to get her to see her signed. And now she's Ren Sinclair on NXT, which is awesome. I watched her match against Roxy. Yeah, it was, I, I missed my girl a little bit. Not going to lie, I missed my girl. But uh, no, it was definitely a fun experience. I think we learned a little bit from each other. At least I've learned a little bit from her. And it was very short-lived. So to me, I feel like that was the universe's way of teasing what could be in the future. So we'll see in the future where it goes. Because I, for the little amount of time that we were tagging, we had a lot of positive feedback, even in merch sales. We, you know, would joke around like, ah, no, he's going to buy these. And like, we racked up a couple good numbers. Uh, And then next thing you know, everyone's wearing M95 shirts. So it it was a good time. And now, yes, moving to the singles position um position that's a weird way of saying that but uh, <laughs> moving to more like a singles competition it'll be very interesting the transition again for nwa i for the most of my career i've been a singles uh singles competitor oh my goodness the congestion is real right now but so for nwa to see that and to show them what i can do because from the time i walked in the doors i was very much Mysticate the wrestler. So now I think moving forward, there's some stuff that NWA has not got a chance to see that I do on the independent stage that now will come to light. And I'm very interested to see what the NWA viewers have to say about it. Cause I think, I think it's going to be a fun time. And speaking of the NWA, they are coming to Chicago, the NWA Chicago territory, Friday, March the 8th at studio one events in Highland park. So Missy, you're going to be part of that show. No, surprisingly not. Yeah, I was very surprised also. A lot of, uh, a couple Chicago talent. Um, I don't know if anybody goes on Twitter, but Mr. Joe Alonzo said something. Uh, (laughs) Shocker. But he did note, like, there wasn't any Chicago talent on the card. So, who knows? Maybe they'll change in the future. But as of right now, I am not going to be there. So, if you have an issue with that, then you know who to go bother. Okay, but you will be at Chicago Style Wrestling's Over Like Clover on Friday, March the 15th. And that's been a fun run for you, kind of returning to where you started. You drifted away for a bit and you kind of spread your wings, but now you've been back for the last six months or so. So what has that been like for you? It's different. It's a very different environment from when I first started to now. There's a lot more young, hungry talent there. And whereas when I first started, This is not disrespect me saying this, but it was a lot of the old timers. So where they had a very old school mentality and CSW was kind of, I felt like just missing the mark and the transition of what wrestling is now. And I think it's finally getting there. And as you can see, the new flyer and everybody who's going to be on it, they've been doing that. They've been doing that pretty well. And again, when I first started, intergender wrestling was not necessarily something that they were happy with it was something that i pushed for a lot and now come full circle i will you know i'm might beat up victor i'm talking to management about that when i came back uh again it was cool coming back but a lot of people weren't happy about it so i got jumped behind the building for no reason and i've been trying to figure out why and who's kind of the leader of this and right now i think i found who's the culprit and i'm gonna give him peace of my mind so if you're at the last csw show you saw he stuck his nose in my business again, causing Maggie and I to lose against Heather and, oh my gosh, Heather and Sky. I'm so sorry. So he got the better of me, distracted me, ran out, and I left Matt. You know, it's a rookie mistake. That was on me. My bad, Maggie. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So he he's quick, man. He's quick. He got away from me. A lot of people don't get away from me. So once I get my hands on him, I'm very excited to see what's going to happen. I was going to mention, you have this thing going on with Victor Iniestra, who is the CSW Metro Division champion. And I'm surprised how quick he is, too, for being a power lifter. He's got yes. clicks. I know. He got speed. He got speed. It's because he's because he's little. That's right. I'm going to throw shots at you. It's because you're little. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's quick, dude. I thought I was going to catch him, and he, I couldn't catch him. I was like, but I think he underestimated how quick I was, too, because if you look back at the footage, he tried doing this like cocky little juke move and he like turned around. He's like, oh crap, she's right there. So that was funny. 
yeah, I'm very excited to see what the future holds uh, with CSW. It's again, it's cool being able to get different type of matches. And CSW, like I said, they're broadening their horizons on the, on different matches and whatnot. So definitely watch out. We have an intergender mixed tag team championship duo there in Joey Avalon and Sierra. And you've yep. been the CSW Women's Champion, but maybe now there's a new goal. First, I was the first. Don't forget that I was the first. Just saying. Continue. <laughs> the first ever CSW Women's There you Champion. go. <laughs> but maybe now you have a new goal. Maybe the CSW Metro Division Championship is in your sights. Yeah, I mean... I could teach him a lesson, right? You want to jump me? Okay, I'm going to take what you care about. Like, I've had the women's belt before. I, like I said, I was the first ever women's champion there. Shelly right now is holding that down. So, yeah, I'm not scared to get in there with the guys. And I think if anybody is going to do it, it's going to be me, right? Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Victor, who was a guest previously on Windy City Slam podcast just a couple of weeks ago, you can check out the archives for that. His girlfriend kind of uh, ran it on him a little bit, right? Isn't that crazy? Lily kind of, uh, you know, giving up uh, the goods there? Yep. Not A, not my relationship, not my problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lily and I, you know, so far, we've had good rapport. So I think she respects me and I respect her. So she understands business is business. So, yeah, she did the right thing. I mean, what's happening at home again, not my business, not my problem. But, you know don't jump me so and then we're gonna move on you've got your wrestlemania week which kind of starts in earnest at the squirt circle expo in indianapolis at the end of march so what's it going to be like to go to that convention i'm very excited i have yet to do squirt circle and it's neat to see the names that are there and you know you've always as somebody in the midwest that's a place that you always want to be at now this is my year that I'm getting to be there. So I'm very interested to see or just like meet people, you know, and mingle, talk to people that I've looked up to and get to meet some really cool fans. Maybe people that don't know me that are going to love me after, obviously. So, but yeah, I'm very excited. It's a two day event. So leading up to Easter. And then after Missomania, you return home to the Chicago area for second wrestling's taking names at High Five Sports Zone in Vernon Hills on Sunday, April the 14th. And this is going to be a really exciting match. You're going to defend your second wrestling championship against former champ Billy Starks, Heather Monroe, and Layla Gray in a four-way match. So what's that going to be like for you? I think Rabbe is a little butthurt that every challenge he puts in front of me, I keep overcoming. So now he's like, all right, well, since you keep beating everybody, I got to throw everybody at you. And it's like, all right, dude, like, calm down. I, I see what you're trying to do, but no, I'm still going to win. It's uh, that result's always going to be the same. So, Rabbi, you might be a little butthurt, might have had some choice words at you. That's okay. Uh, you'll get over it. But yeah, I'm very excited to beat all of them. Layla Gray, you know, right now, OVW Women's Champion. Uh, Heather Monroe and I have, and we haven't wrestled in a while, a couple, I want to say like two, three years. Her and her little boyfriend have to get up in my business. See, again, everyone looks at me to be the bad guy, but everyone's just getting in my business, and then they get mad when I kick them in the face. Like, I don't know what people want me to do. But yeah, and then Billy Starks again, she's coming back, and she's going to try to win it. So we have, if you think about it, we have OVW, NWA, AEW, all in one match. And then, of course, Heather Monroe, who's a veteran in this, so... And you also have a new protege over a second wrestling, a, a, a guy by the name of Aries Creed. So what's that relationship like? I think it's going pretty well. He won that last match, right? He he did exactly what I've been teaching him to do, you know, play smarter, not harder. And he got that win. So I think he's doing pretty well. Uh, I'm pretty proud of him. He is, again, like you said, protege. I'm very interested to see what he's going to do in the future. He's he's come along quite nicely. Under my wing, of course. Under my wing. <laughs> At Second Wrestling's Taking Names over in Vernon Hills on Sunday, April the 14th, the show also features former Windy City Slam podcast guest Darren Corbin going up against former WWE and TNA star Heath. So that's going to be an action-packed day. Bunch of redheads on that show. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. So... 
it's kind of come full circle for you, you know, being trained by all these great people that we talked about earlier in the show, like Boz and Taz and Bryce and and even Doug Simmons. Now you're kind of branching out a little bit and doing some training on your own. So what's it like training with some of the younger talent in the area? It's very interesting. So people come to ask like, how are you a trainer? Because I'm what I started myself. I started training in 2017, started having matches in 2018. So as a trainer, I'm looked at as pretty young, right? So uh, how that came about is Bryce Benjamin uh, decided he needed to step away from wrestling. So because of that, the students that we did have started training under me. So it's been pretty interesting. And I think, again, everything happens for a reason, for a believer in that. So it's been a learning experience for me, too. It helps me look at wrestling from a different perspective. But it's also fun to help people get wrestling i guess again like i have a, i'm not sitting here talking like i'm freaking Shawn michaels vet i'm far from it i just the stuff that i do know i obviously i'm a wrestling nerd so any way that i could help anybody get wrestling and just help them achieve their goals is cool to me because again other people have done it for me so i do believe you know that's something we should be all helping each other this is a community where and again this is something where i try to make that very clear with everybody that i train with i try to make it a community where it's like no we're here together we're not going to fight against each other we're not going to do the whole drama high school and again i get everyone's young there's passion you know people are passionate there's egos again it's wrestling duh but at the same time at the end of the day when we come here we're going to work together we're going to make everybody better and if somebody's better than you well then you got to get better to get better than them so and that's how again could be the jack in me but that's always how i was raised in sports it's like hey if someone's better than you then you gotta try harder you're not doing good enough or you gotta find a different way to get better so it's been overall like i said a great experience right now we are in a transitioning stage because i'm a trainer at golly we are transitioning if i just if i could talk uh transitioning facilities so hopefully in march we have a new permit place which if that happens, or if it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, fun news coming. So and we're just waiting. We're just waiting, you know, sign that line. And yeah, future is going to be pretty cool. With your notoriety gaining in Chicago, as well as nationally with the NWA, what do you think the next step is for Miss Kate? Travel the world. I do have my passport. I was supposed to go to Canada. Unfortunately, that fell through. But I do want to travel and not only that, I do want to train uh, in different areas. So recently, when I was in Texas, the hybrid trainer over there, he, uh, oh my gosh, I am the worst at names. I am so sorry. If you're watching First this, Marvel. I feel like such a dick. Yes, thank you. I don't know why Clint came to my mind. I was like, that is completely wrong. So hello, Clint out there. Uh, <laughs> Chris, yes. Oh, I know why I want to eliminate Chris from my brain. So anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> High school stuff. Um. But yes, Mr. Chris Marvel, look at you on top of your shit. I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, he, him and I, he's a really cool guy. And it was fun, actually. I met him uh, during Texas Mania. So but I, again, didn't look this like this. And then on top of that, it was like a quick high and bye. So between Maddie, you know, training there, she said a bunch of good things. And now I actually had a minute to sit and talk with him. That's definitely somewhere I want to travel and go train and learn from him because just his patience, I will say. So if you were in the Texas area, definitely go to him because his patience, whew, he could deal with me. So he's, he, he, he got patience. But yeah, so in the future, like I said, there's I have a lot of different things on my mind to do. I'm going to see how Philly is after Mania Week, and then I'm going to move forward with a couple other plans. But yeah, I think honestly, it's possibilities are endless. The goal ultimately, obviously, is always to be at WrestleMania in Chicago at that new Bears stadium. But yeah, I do like TNA has a bunch of cool stuff going on right now. You know, NWA still, I'm still there. We're on the CW network now. AEW is having a bunch of female talent. So there's there's a bunch of different things going on in wrestling right now that I selfishly want to take part of everything. And just kind of like, you know, again, my stuff comes from I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to become the best Missa that I can be. Um, I know it's hard to 
believe I'm not the best right now, but it, it could get better. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, future is looking pretty bright. And, Mr. before we let you go, go ahead and promote your social media, your merchandise, which I know you have a lot of, and <laughs> upcoming events. I know we kind of touched upon some of them, but go ahead and uh, spew a few more off if you'd like. All right, let's spew it off. So, Missa Kate 23 on Instagram and Twitter, because I'm great like Jordan. And so, check my social media out there. I have a Facebook page, Missa Kate. Don't add my personal. That's just creepy. I have a Patreon that is pretty much a private social media that you get to see behind the scenes stuff behind shows. You get to see sneak peeks of new gear, which is something that I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at um, once I get that. Praying to God everything goes well. And Yes, if you just click on the, I always say this wrong, Linktree, right? Or LinkedIn. Is it Linktree? Linktree, yeah. Because <laughs> I said LinkedIn on an interview, Manny never let me let it down. Anyway, because LinkedIn is like a, is it like a dating site? Anyway, so. It's like, it's like a business thing. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, So, <laughs> yeah, so just click the link there and you can find, like, as you were saying, Mike, there's a bunch of stuff that you could find between uh, 8x10s. You can find t-shirts. You could find, you know, a bully brand. Uh, a lot of people like that jersey that I have. So there are pre-orders on that. And I know that there's more and I can't. Oh, Amazon stuff. Feel free to buy me stuff. Somebody else got me a present that came in the mail today. So I appreciate that. So, yeah, buy me stuff. I like free stuff. All right, Miss Kate, we're looking forward to Missamania and everything else you're going to be doing. And we'll catch up with you down the line. All right. Thank you again, Mike. I just love talking to Miss Kate. Just one of my favorite people to interview, to converse with. Just an awesome wrestler. One of the top wrestlers, in my opinion, in the Chicagoland area. And we could have talked so much longer, and we didn't even mention AAW, where she's been killing it there, as well as Ego Pro Wrestling. She will be at that show in a couple of weeks. That's at the Forge in Joliet, not far from the Windy City Slam Studios. Very excited for Ego Pro Wrestling and Missa Kate there as well. Next week, we're going to recap Rocket Pro Wrestling with other local news, as well as AEW Revolution, and we're going to preview SSW's Horsepower 2 in Kenosha and two big freelance shows. And we welcome our special guest. You've seen her in GLCW and Ohio Valley Wrestling. She's a graduate of the Rhodes Wrestling Academy and Wisconsin native. Sophia Rose, who will be a part of SSW's Horsepower 2 in Kenosha. You can catch all that right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.